Hi, this is Jim Lyon. You're listening to Viewpoint. And with me today, Jay Harvey. How are you, Jim? Jay, I'm good. Good to see you always. You know, Jay, you're a pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you're a pastor, you get to see people up close and personal in real life. It's not always uh, a pretty picture. People right. have life and it's not always clean and easy, right? That's correct. I mean, there's some messy business out there in life for all of us. It's a complicated weave. And we're in a series here in Viewpoint talking about real life from different angles and perspectives. Mm-hmm. One of the things that strikes me as I think about real life, though, is I think my life has its challenges, but my life is generally defined by my community, my neighborhood, the place I call home. But, you know, there's a big world out there mm-hmm. that has all their kinds of challenges. Now, if you could go anywhere in the world, I think I know the answer. What place outside of your home country would you want to go visit? Outside of my home country? Oh, yeah. it'd be China. China. Because you, you have, yeah. as long as I've known you, you've had this right. kind of burning passion for China. I think only heaven above could seed somebody's soul with that consistent recurring theme. Something about China has drawn you. That's correct. And I tried to figure out if I'm supposed to go, when I'm supposed to go. And it seems like the door is not always fully open, but I know at some point I'll probably get to go and it'll be the right time. But yes, that is where I would choose to go. And you understand, all of us know that if you go to a place as far away as China from the place you call home, China almost opposite on the globe from where you are now, you're going to find real life, and it's going to be the same everywhere. People are the same everywhere, and yet there will be unique and different challenges in China than there are in central Indiana. It's just the world is that diverse. Yeah, I don't expect to see many cornfields in China. <laughs> and you're not going to have to wonder, you know, is that soybean or corn? That's right. In China, they'll have a little more diversity maybe in agriculture. But all that said, real life is our subject in this series, and today we have a guest who's going to help us see just how vast the world is and how it might change up our real life if we just open our eyes. Viewpoint is a broadcast that is owned by Church of God Ministries, which is a global enterprise in 89 countries around the world, doing things in Jesus' name to help elevate, uh, enhance, and stretch human life to its maximums for the good. For heaven's sake, I like to say. And we're so glad to have a member of the Church of God Ministries team with us in a department called Global Strategy. His name is Andrew Gale. Andrew, thanks for coming alongside. Thanks for having me here. And Andrew, you work at Church of God Ministries, and you have a portfolio that kind of keeps you in tune with this big world all around us, with real life all around the world. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, well, um, I'm in charge of our Project Link program. Uh, Like you said, we're in 89 countries. 87 of those countries are are places that global strategy is engaged in. And and part of what we do in engaging is uh, we have missionaries that work around the world, but we also do projects. We also have uh, international development endeavors that we engage in. And and so Project Link, which is our international development arm, it falls under my uh, guidance, my direction. And so it's been really fun to, as I've uh, entered into this new role, uh, to see the work that the Church of God is doing around the world. Uh, We have 103 projects in 51 different countries that range from schools to clinics to leadership development and training and livelihood and economics. It's been really fun to see the way the church uh, is engaged in communities uh, that are very vast and very different. 
When we talk about 89 countries, that means the Church of God, which we consider to be a movement within the larger body of Christ, has footprints in 89 countries. Global strategy looks over those in 87, meaning that in the United States and Canada, that's a little bit outside of your mainstream. But in those 87 other countries where we have ministry, global strategy is involved. And within that umbrella, in 51 countries, there are specific projects under the Project Link portfolio that you hold in your hand. That's correct. It's a lot, it's a lot to keep under wraps. Wow. And, and those, those projects, though, are about real life. They're, they're affecting real life in countries abroad, very diverse. Give us an illustration of just a couple, two different countries in the Project Link umbrella. Yeah, sure. So uh, two projects that we have that uh, we are working on currently. We have a hospital that we work with in Haiti, in St. Ard, that uh, Mark and Kathy Fulton are down there as kind of directing that work. For right now, they've been a five-day-a-week clinic where they have, throughout the day, they have people that can come in and they can receive clinic assistance services. Uh, But they really want to open up and be a full-fledged hospital. And to do that, they have to move some of the things they have below uh, to the second floor. And so we're helping them in the construction and renovation of the second floor of the hospital at St. Art so they can become a 24-hour facility. And one of the things that I think is really incredible about the hospital in Haiti is that it, it is run and managed by Haitians. So it's not employing necessarily Americans that are coming down and doing this work. It's actually helping to raise up the level of medical care in Haiti by employing and working with Haitians. I think, uh, Jim, what strikes me in this is I think this is such a great opportunity for the larger church to understand, and I love global strategies as, as as a way to introduce this ministry is so often, I think, in the, in the modern church, missions has always been about what can we go and bring the rest of the world. And, and strategies really involves, let's go and see how we work together to expand the kingdom of God. It's got to be a receiving as well as what we can do for them. And it sounds like exactly uh, what's in your portfolio as well. Yeah, the more that we uh, process our role at Global Strategy, we really see ourselves as walking alongside the local church in these countries. And so when the local church says, hey, one of the things that we need, you know, is better medical care, then we may be able to see, you know, what ways can we help support that happening there? But we're not interested in coming and doing it for them. We're, right. we're interested in coming and partnering with them. And, right. and Mark and Kathy Fulton do a fantastic job of making that a possibility for, for the work there in St. Art at the hospital. Hey, Jay, have you ever been to Haiti? I have not. You know, Haiti is one of the most desperate places on the planet materially. And uh, certainly in the Western Hemisphere, generally regarded as the most impoverished country yeah. in the Western Hemisphere, the needs in real life there are so towering. The overwhelming need for medical care, for instance, not accessible to the vast uh, swath of the population that lives out in rural Haiti. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're talking about. At St. Art, I've been there. A fantastic property facility in the heart of a teeming community of Haitians who otherwise have very few options with which to find help when their bodies are not working well. And at that hospital, I know that they not only provide what you might call conventional medical care, there's a prosthetics lab there where people, especially in the wake of the Haitian earthquake a few years ago, lost limbs at this hospital, at this clinic. Custom-made prosthetics can be made to restore a limb. I mean, it's an amazing place. There's work done with eyes and dental care and what a terrific illustration, really. Yeah, yeah. healing of all kinds happens right. there, which is what's really beautiful. I mean, healing of the body especially, but, but certainly healing of, of the soul as well. And so that's one illustration. Global Strategy, in Jesus' name, for heaven's sake, at St. Ard, mm-hmm. is partnering with the Haitian Church to help bring this healing ministry of body and soul. Give me another country, another place. 
Tavon Borman, our national leader in uh, Bangladesh, is working with the churches there to help provide infrastructure that uh, can uh, help sustain the church and bring the church out of uh, the poverty that, that it finds itself in. And Again, this is a great example where what I might think of a good way to go about doing something is different than what actually is needed on the ground. You know, one of the th pieces that is a part of these villages that they're creating, they're doing kind of a village project um, where they're giving multiple pieces of infrastructure. Um, and one of the pieces of that is a bathing facility. And in my mind, I wouldn't think a bathing facility is necessarily like the number one thing that a place would need. But we have a, a community that oftentimes these communities are around small ponds or rivers, and that's where people go and bathe. That's where not only their clothes, but also they bathe themselves. And uh, that may not be an issue for an adult, um, but especially for young girls as they come into adolescence, they be begin to be taken advantage of in those mm. situations. And so one of the first things they want to do is to create private, you know, gender-based uh, uh, bathing facilities. And to me, again, as I come in and think about what's needed in a community, I may have my perceptions and my, as a Westerner, what I think should happen. But when we listen to the church and they say, but here are the issues, here's, what's, here's what real life looks like for us, right. um, then we can actually begin to engage with them in a way that will lift them out in ways that are helpful for them. And when you think about something as elemental as bathing, yeah. Yeah, there yes. are the privacy issues, mm -hmm. there are the trafficking issues, and this is true throughout South Asia, the lack of uh, privacy in bathing and in toiletry is a big part of the trafficking issue because young girls especially are vulnerable when they are left alone, when they're seeking some privacy to bathe or to go to the toilet, for instance, and that's the place where they're abused, taken, and sometimes apprehended. When you think about that dimension plus just the sanitation issues of having some bathing places or water that's available that is not also the place where the livestock are using and mm -hmm. that's yeah. their toilet or their latrine and so on and so forth. There are so many things like that that we just might pass by. But when you live there, that's real life. Yeah, and it may seem so simple to us because those are just normal commodities that we don't think about on a day-to-day -day basis. But it's a, it's a real part of, of their daily life. And to be able to reshape that so then they can not have to worry about uh, what might happen when they go to a bathing facility. They can go to, to education centers and be learning without the fears that come along with those other, uh, those other situations. Then suddenly a whole new life is possible for them. Risk exposure is minimized and opportunities advanced. And I'm hearing you say, Andrew, that Global Strategy has in its Project Link catalog Bangladesh. Absolutely. It's called Invest in a Village. Invest in a Village, where the village not only gets bathing, but there's also educational and clinic, and the whole village can be transformed through this development, again offered in Jesus' name, for heaven's sake, life-changing, transformational. Wow. Yeah. It's real life. But when we come back, there's a new initiative uh, in your office that I think has a special magnetism for our listening audience here, and that is a way in which young adults can prepare themselves to experience real life beyond their front door. It's called A18. I need your help, I need to 
what they seem to be. So please help me see supernaturally through your eyes. I want to see.
We're visiting with Andrew Gale. He is a part of the Global Strategy staff at Church of God Ministries, which also owns our broadcast called Viewpoint. We're so glad to have you, Andrew. He's giving us a glimpse of ways in which we can understand real life around the world. A18 is a new program that has just been in the last few weeks introduced. We're so excited about it. And A18 is drawn from a Bible passage, Acts 1-8. That right, Andrew? Correct, yeah. And uh, Jay, I know you have yeah. that right in front of you. Give us, what does the Bible say in Acts 1-8? I do have it. You told me to get A18, and so I have a bottle of steak sauce here <laughs> or the scripture, whichever you need. So I'll go with the scripture. It says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Wow. This is Jesus talking. Yes. Just before he ascends to heaven, to the right hand of the Father, it kind of brings to a close his epic of the first coming. Mm-hmm. And we now live waiting for the second coming. But just before he ascends to heaven, he, he gives this word. You're going to be my witnesses and not just in your hometown. You're going to the farthest end of the earth. A18, what's that about? How does this verse connect? Yeah, so we, we see ourselves as a, a cross-cultural internship experience for students, for people that are interested in ministry. But as I've experienced, cross-cultural may, doesn't necessarily mean it's across the world. It really can be across the street. And so we really, uh, we, we like this verse because it connects to the Jerusalem in our life. There's an opportunity where we can go and have a cross-cultural experience that's actually just right across uh, our street. Have- you don't have to pack a suitcase. Absolutely, yeah. I, I grew up at a very non-traditional church, loved my home church, but I did not know very many hymns when I left that church and, and entered into college. But then my first pastor, when I was a youth pastor, I was at a very, very traditional church. It was very challenging because I wanted to change the traditional church to fit more what I wanted to be. And I was challenged by one of my professors uh, that just said, you know, you need to think about this as a cross-cultural experience. You're walking into a culture that is not the culture you were brought up in. And and so what would you do if you were traveling around the world, even though you're just crossing the street? And it completely changed my perspective and the way that I engage that community. You know, one of the reasons I, I love this scripture for for what you're doing, as, as scripture says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. It doesn't say you have the option to, to take this empowerment or mandate from the Holy Spirit. And if you want to be my witness, you will. We are a witness wherever we go when we understand that we have this mandate from God. And so to me, it is, it is really choosing to have the lens that God wants us to have. There's no escaping the enrollment in humanity through the power of the Holy Spirit when you become born again. And so you will be my witnesses. When we surrender to that as, as through a program like A18, it, it just helps God help us see what he sees. And I think that's uh, something that in anybody in any other culture gravitates to when they see us seeing what God sees and what they really need instant relationships are formed and trust is built. And A1A is designed to help us cross-culturally, even though that might be in our hometown, let's say, right. but also beyond that to other Absolutely. places, right? Yeah. And this is for students. Yeah, so we're looking at kind of the, the target demographic will be juniors and seniors in high school uh, through early college, 21 or so. And so we want those that are um, interested in ministry, but even, the, even those that are just toying with the idea, you know, or, or just thinking about, I want to know how to engage my culture where I am better. Um, and so we're inviting them down to Central Florida in July, a really comfortable, beautiful time to be in Central Florida. From <laughs> July, what I've heard. <laughs> July 2017. Yes, July 2017. Yep. yep, a year out. And we'll 
we'll be um, there at a at a simulated third world experience called HART, which stands for Hunger Education and Resource Training. And uh, we'll also be working then at Warner University, uh, which is a university there in, in Lake Wales, Florida. And, and we'll com- be combining that education experience for a couple weeks there with an opportunity to actually go and see the work of the church outside the U.S. We're going to be going to the Dominican Republic and working with the church there and, and, and seeing what they're doing, uh, not just within the walls of the church, but also how they're connected with organizations like International Justice Mission and working with issues like human trafficking in the Dominican Republic. So I'm hearing you say that A18 is actually an intensive internship for students, late high school, early college, who want to go and spend a few weeks next summer 2017. And in that program, consecutive weeks, you'll land in Central Florida, you'll have a kind of survivor-like experience <laughs> out at heart because that's, it's kind of out in the jungle, no running water, no electricity. How do you survive in an undeveloped landscape without the conveniences of modern life? Also having some urban exposure in central Florida, and there are some urban centers there working with uh, homeless and uh, people who may be economically disadvantaged and so on. And then at the same time, or just thereafter, going abroad to the Dominican Republic to taste cross-cultural outside of the borders of the United States and Canada. Yeah. All of this one package. Wow. I know, pretty incredible. <laughs> it is a terrific <laughs> wow. So the, I'm going to guess space is limited. Are there still spaces open? Absolutely, yeah. We, um, we're we looking for this first run of A18, this first opportunity to have about 20 students be a part of that. Um, and there definitely is still space available. There's an application because we, we want to have conversations with those that are going to be engaging in this kind of an experience and, and, and help make sure they're prepared for what they're going to uh, experience. And so there's an application process, and um, which is done online, and then we'll interview. And then by December, we'll have... Uh, the group that will be going. This is not necessarily a first-come, first-served experience. This is something where you have to kind of go through an application process and be chosen to be one of this first cohort. Andrew, are you looking for any... 49-year-old wimpy <laughs> pastors to maybe go on the trip? or You would be welcome. Okay, great. Yeah. Go ahead, Jim. Take it away. Well, you know what? Jay, you're, <laughs> you're 22 if you're a day, so I'm just thinking you qualify. Oh, great. It is a terrific opportunity that helps anyone who participates understand real life beyond the norms and conventions of your own journey. And think about all the ways in which we're framed by how we grew up, how we were raised. Just like you were talking about, Andrew, you grew up in a church that didn't use a lot of hymnody in a conventional sense. You find yourself in a church that does. Those are different cultures. The way we're formed and how it gives us a lens in the world and, wow, how rich the world could be and how influential we can be if we learn how to experience and understand a different culture so that we can also speak into that one. That's what A18 is designed to do. Yeah, and for those, I'll just say this, for those that are nervous about this, that think, oh man, you know, what what does it mean to engage cross-culture? That sounds so big and scary. One of the things I think is so important is at times I think as, as Christians or as people, we feel like we have to wait to engage until we're at a certain level of spirituality. We have to feel like we've arrived before we can go and experience, uh, you know, what God has called us to. And, and, and our tagline for A18 is that we want to embrace your call and engage your world. But those aren't necessarily linear things, that we first embrace our call and then we engage our world. Sometimes we engage our world, and by engaging our world, we learn about what our call really is. And Amen. so, And so we're encouraging people, you know, if you're, even if it's something that seems very scary and pushing you out of your comfort zone, I would encourage you to engage in something like this. Um, that, that, that pushes you in that way. Because oftentimes when we engage, when we do, when we act, we learn so much about God that we wouldn't find any other way. It doesn't matter where you are in life. 
it's never too early just to start loving other people and listening to them and, and seeking to understand them. And in so doing, you can find your own calling from heaven. And that's the way A1A works. If you step back into another kind of layer of understanding, Jesus himself came into this world cross-culturally. I mean, the scripture tells us he came from heaven to earth. He is the word become flesh. He dwelt among us. It wasn't necessarily his place of origin. No, he came to experience the world that we live in so he could better communicate with us and, and offer us life. And we're just following in his footsteps as we make a commitment to also abandon what is familiar and comfortable in the attempt to love and reach others. A18. You can learn more about it at our website, jesusisthesubject.org. That's the Church of God Ministries website. You'll find a link there. You can explore A18. Anyone who's in junior, senior years of high school, early college years is eligible to apply. We hope to hear from you. And Andrew, thank you for all that you're doing from Bangladesh to Haiti to A18 and to, well, so much more. Thanks for your ministry. And thanks so much for letting me be with you today. And we're not sure where you are today as you're listening to Viewpoint, but whatever the challenges of your real life might be, no matter how tall the mountains might appear that you need to climb, they'll be made less so if you begin to reach out and help others in their real life. Whenever you bless someone else, whenever you sacrifice for someone else's good, your own real life challenges become more manageable, I promise. That's the way of Jesus. We want to encourage you to reach out and, and just touch base with us. Let us help you navigate that real life that you're walking through right now. Or if you want to know more about Project Link or A18 or any of the things you've heard about, or you want to know more about Jesus, give us a call. This is the number, 1-800-757-VIEW. That's 1-800-757-8439, 24 hours a day and seven days a week. We're by the phone. We want to hear from you. Jay, if someone didn't want to call us on the phone but would prefer to check us out online, where would they go? They would go to www.cbhviewpoint.org. And that's CBH, Christians Broadcasting Hope. That's who we are. Or at the last, just send me a letter. Address it to Jim Lyon, Viewpoint, Post Office Box 2420, Anderson, Indiana, 46018, USA. But whether you call us on the phone, check us out online, or use the post, please, let us hear from you this week. And before we go, we want to invite you to just take a deep breath and pray with us. Real life can be tough, but it also is a world of opportunity. Pray with us. Our Father, we're so thankful today for good work all around the world, for all the dark headlines we see, for all the stresses and stretching that this world must endure today. We're thankful for all the good that is being done. We're thankful for Andrew and his team and all those who work across the globe to advance your cause and to bless life. We thank you, Lord, for your Son who came from heaven to earth that we might know you and that we might find life in you. I pray for all who join me in this prayer that we might ourselves understand that you are here to walk alongside in our real life experience and also you've called us to be witnesses beyond what we consider to be known and comfortable. And in so doing, may we grow and find you in even deeper and most astonishing ways. Thank you for hearing our prayer as we surrender our lives our calling, and our purpose into your hands once more. We do so in Jesus' name. Amen. For all of us at the Viewpoint team, for all of us at Church of God Ministries, which is the host of our broadcast, thanks for being with us today. We hope you'll join us again next week when we bring you one more installment in this series called Real Life. Until then, stay tuned.